0: Welcome to the Road to Fueling
1: Better podcast, hosted by registered dietitian Laura Kilklein and dietitian in training Gina Santanello. We created this podcast to debunk diet culture myths, share evidence-based nutrition strategies, and empower you to live your fullest life without restriction.
0: We want to help you make informed nutrition decisions that fit your goals whether it's optimizing your performance and recovery in the gym or simply learning how to live a healthier lifestyle.
1: We believe that the key to health and fitness success is to build a solid foundation of sustainable habits that support your goals. This not only includes behavior change, but more importantly, mindset change.
0: Together, we've helped hundreds of clients end the yo-yo dieting cycle, improve their relationship with food, hit endless PRs in the gym, and acquire the skills to optimally fuel their bodies, all while enjoying their favorite foods.
1: We hope that you enjoy this podcast. If you want
0: to learn more, follow us on Instagram at balance.fueling and apex
1: underscore underscore nutrition. Zone. Welcome to part two of the mini series on fueling for workouts. If you missed part one, you should check it out on the last episode. We talked a lot about pre-workout nutrition and what to eat before workouts to optimize performance.
0: Yes, so be sure to check out that episode. And so you may think that the next step for what we'll talk about today is post-workout nutrition and what to do after, but there's actually an important step that a lot of people don't realize or, or forget about that in certain situations, you want to be fueling during your workout. Um, and so this episode, we're going to be talking all about that or intro workout nutrition.
1: Yeah, intro workout nutrition. That's something that I really became familiar with when I ran my first 10 miler in like twenty, like fifteen or 2016. And that was when I was working with a nutrition coach, a sports dietitian, and he... Was like we. I want you to be eating. Actually, it was Rice Krispies. That's where nice. I got on that the Krispy trend before. That was, it was the a TikTok. That was the beginning. Wow. Circa 2015. Um, but I actually brought Rice Krispies, so it was a ten miler. So I brought like two of them. Yep. Um. And I had them throughout the race, and I remember thinking like, this is weird. Why am I, why am I eating Rice Krispies during a run? Like, doesn't that kind of, like, not defeat the purpose? But in my head, I was thinking that yeah. was when I wasn't, you know, the didn't have the healthiest mindset with exercise and food. So to me, I was kind of thinking, doesn't this defeat the purpose? But, you know, my coach explained to me the importance of it, which is everything we're going to talk about today.
0: Yeah. So we're going to be going through intra-workout nutrition and giving you guys some tips on how to implement that and what foods to really turn towards during this time. And so... Really, intra-workout nutrition is mainly all about one thing specifically. Uh, Of course, you want to be hydrating, but beyond that, if you uh, have been listening all along, you probably aren't surprised to hear that intra-workout nutrition is all about carbs or carbohydrates, and that is really what is going to help to keep you fueled, keep you energized during your workout.
1: So if you listen to our episode last week, it was all about the pre-workout nutrition. Intra-workout nutrition is almost just kind of a continuation of the pre-workout yeah. nutrition. Yeah, there's a lot of overlap. There is. Um, I mean, and this is because it's, I mean, before your workout, you're fueling your body for your workout. So it's the same exact principle. In the middle of your workout, you're also fueling your body for this for your workout so we're going to be kind of utilizing the same sources as we are in pre-workout as we are uh, in intra-workout so um before so during your workout you want to aim for the quick digesting simple carbohydrates yep simple um, carbs simple carbs just to keep you fueled and energized throughout your workout so as we've talked about before carbs are our body's primary energy fuel source so
0: it's obvious be, as we're yeah.
1: training, we're using energy.
0: And carbs are the easiest to digest. And when you're in the middle of a workout, your body does not want to be digesting. It it wants to be focused on whatever your workout is, whether you're lifting, running, anything in between,
1: your, your GI tract does not want to be working. And it's not going to be working optimally. So this yeah. is why a lot of people you know, will experience GI issues too, because your your digestive tract does not function properly when you're working out.
0: Your, your body can only do so, so much, much, you know? Exactly. Um, and so same idea again, when we talked about pre-workout nutrition, especially when you're, you know, close to your workout time starting, like within that hour, we talked about how you do not want to be having high fiber carbs during that time, uh, because again, they're gonna s- kind of sit there and take time to break down, and you're not gonna be able to utilize it during your workout if it's just sitting like a brick in your stomach.
1: Exactly, and that's the thing with simple sugars is that you eat them, they are immediately released into your bloodstream and immediately used as energy. Yeah, that's why we want these simple sugars because. You're in the middle of your workout. You don't have time to wait for it to break down in energy. Like, you need that energy now. The time is now. Exactly.
0: And when you have those simple sugars, again, it's very easily digested and absorbed so that you can utilize that fuel. And I think for most people that, you know, if they don't have any intra uh, intra workout nutrition and, you know, they might kind of be used to that and feel like it's normal to kind of like hit the wall. Yeah, halfway through, they could or three quarters think, of the way through. like I, that's
1: normal. Yeah, like I just did a workout. I should be tired. Which, I mean, yeah, it's gonna make you tired. But if you're hitting the wall, that's very more different. Fuel. Yeah, and if it's
0: you know gets to that point where usually in the beginning you're okay, especially if you fueled before. You know, you get through the first twenty minutes or whatever. But if you are noticing that during your workouts you're you know hitting that wall or getting exhausted and just it becomes like a struggle, it, it's definitely a sign you should be considering the intra-workout nutrition or those simple carbs.
1: And you may be hesitant. I think a lot of people are hesitant about these simple sugars because they are deemed as bad. So you think like I'm doing something good for my body by working out. Why would I eat something bad and counteract right. what I'm doing? But It all comes down to what your body utilizes as energy. And if you think about it, when you see the professional and college athletes sitting on the sidelines, what are they eating? Yeah. They're not eating quinoa. No. They're not eating oats. They're not eating a juicy piece of steak. Absolutely not. They're eating the fruit snacks, the gels, the sports drinks, the quick digesting sugars that is going to give them the fuel to get back out on the field and perform at their best. So... Can you imagine an athlete just eating a bowl of like quinoa or
0: oats Oats. or like a huge, it would come right back up 16 ounce steak. Oh my gosh. That reminds me of the, the when I ate a burger before, like it's just recipe for disaster. Um, So yeah, I think, you know, getting past that mindset, like you said of, oh, diet culture, I can't have any added sugars, you know, ever, or everything has to be a whole grain um, really, that's that's not the case. And I think you have to, again, a lot of what we're talking about throughout this podcast is challenging that mindset. And I think it applies here as well um, in knowing that, you know, not every grain or carb choice has to be a whole grain. Nope. And while added sugars is something that you don't necessarily want to be having all the time, there is a place for it. And sure, you can have added sugars outside of workout, but this is the time where you actually want that. Exactly what your body is asking for. Yeah. Yeah. And needs.
1: Like you're actually going to benefit more from having a simple sugar than you are from having a complex carbohydrate. At this time, absolutely. I mean, you're not going to be in the middle of your workout eating a sweet potato. Like, you don't. (laughs) And that's when I think it kind of comes into, and we're going to talk about like sources and whatnot, but. You know, the sports drinks, I think that they're just convenient. Yeah. They also aid in hydration and yeah, they it's give like a you two those. one. It is. And they give you those sugars that you need. So um, I think that, that that's just a very ideal thing just to have on the side. So if you're hitting a two hour workout, just have a Gatorade yeah. on the side. It's so easy.
0: Yep. And I have one with me for our workout yes, after this. Yes, you do. I'm ready to
1: go. Yes. And I'm going <laughs> to get mine. <clears throat> um, so. <clears throat> Getting into a little bit about the, the details of the intra-workout carbs, you know, like when, how much, why. Um, so when do you think that you need an intra-workout carb? So,
0: <laughs> I mean, I know, um, but, you know, you might, people listening might think, oh, you know, I just go to the gym here and there for like an hour or so, you know, maybe I don't need it. Maybe that's just for like an endurance runner or something like that. And while yes, you know, endurance athletes are definitely going to require, you know, intra-workout nutrition, like it's, it's not negotiable at that point. Yeah. Um, And, you know, endurance training is typically very, you know, a lot longer. So they're, Carbohydrate requirements are going to be higher than someone maybe just kind of working out for like an hour or so. Um, but it can have benefits with, you know, workouts, even 45 to 60 minutes. Yes.
1: And I think that that comes down to, again, like individualized nutrition and individualized yes. training. So, I mean, if you're doing a 45 minute low intensity, uh, I don't know, like yoga or Pilates or stretching you're probably not going to need that intra-workout you're, you're good. Yeah. carb at the 45-minute mark. Um, but if you're doing, like, an insane, high-intensity, super strenuous workout in 45 minutes that's, like, completely depleting every yeah. everything in you, that intra-workout carb may be beneficial. Has a place, for sure. And um, definitely I think
0: we, this is where, kind of similar to pre-workout nutrition, where we kind of said, you know – Find what works for you. It it kind of takes some uh, trial and error, but if it's something you haven't implemented before, and especially if you feel like again you you suffer from hitting the wall, it's definitely something to try out and see. You know, see what happens. See yeah. how you feel.
1: Yeah. See if it makes it better. Because I think a lot of people are scared to do it and then they try it and they're like whoa their mind this blown. is what i've yeah. been missing yep so um yeah we encourage you to at least give it a go and i mean the worst thing that happens is that you don't like it yeah then you don't do it then you don't include it i don't know i mean
0: yeah like you do you and i i mean i think uh just like anything like you start small so don't feel like, you know, if you've never had intra-workout carbs before, maybe don't chug an entire Gatorade. Yeah. Like start with a little bit, yeah. see how it feels, and then just go from there. So, um, again, that's where the individualization, I think, is is important to, to find what works for you.
1: And especially if you are doing workouts that are lasting over 60 minutes. I mean, that's yeah. where we kind of really recommend including an intra-workout carb is when workouts are... Over sixty minutes, time. yeah um the 45 minute mark i mean that's kind of depends yeah that's like it depends over 60 minutes i can almost assure you that an intro workout carb is going to benefit you yeah um because by 60 minutes you've pretty much depleted all your glycogen stores so you kind of need yeah. more fuel
0: so let's talk about glycogen stores for a second so okay. some people listening might be familiar with what that is yeah but Glycogen is basically stored energy or in the form of like it's stored carbohydrate. Um, We store some in our liver, but when we talk about um, utilizing that stored energy during a workout, we're referring to glycogen stores in our muscle. So in our skeletal muscle, there are there's this these glycogen stores that again stored energy in the form of carbohydrates that as soon as you start working out and as that workout goes on those stores are becoming depleted because that's what you're utilizing you're using to that get energy you through yeah. that workout and so again if you are having a more intense workout and you hit that you know 60 minute mark your glycogen stores are going to need repletion and if you don't have that intra-workout nutrition you're going to feel it
1: exactly and you're also going to your body is your body needs fuel to continue to get you through this workout so it's going to start pulling it from other fuel sources that's yeah. going to be fat and that's going to be our lean tissue our lean muscle tissue both are not ideal optimal sources of fuel though because if it starts pulling from your muscles i mean how is that that helping you with your goal yeah that's mm-hmm. you're going to just that's almost counteractive it's like now sad it's,
0: to think like breaking down muscle is like it makes me cringe to yeah. think about it. it's it's like it's a travesty and that's
1: what happens <laughs> when we don't fuel properly i don't yeah. know if people realize that yeah like they just
0: think fat you know oh it's, well i'm, I'm just having my, my fat, fat stores and that you know i think is what people kind of hesitate about inter-workout nutrition or even pre and post you know they're like oh well, my that's body not... would just burn this fat you know like Pick this area of your body that maybe you have fat and you're like... It's Oh, burning. it's just going to take it from this. That's how it works. It doesn't work like that. No. And again, it's also going to be taken from your muscle mass, which
1: over time, if you continue to do that, it's just going to make you weaker. And you're just breaking it down. You're continuing to break it yeah. down. I mean, exercising already breaks it down. And now if you're pulling for fuel out of your you're muscle stores, you're even worse. So that's why... You know, staying on top of your nutrition, staying on top of staying fueled up. And when we get into post-workout nutrition next week, uh, you know, about like rebuilding and repairing our muscles, this is why this window is just so important to stay on top of all of all of your nutrition. Yeah, and
0: stay ahead of the game and not get so behind so that, you know, you run the risk of breaking down that muscle mass, which we definitely don't want. And, you know, say you are maybe trying to, you know, lose body fat or gain muscle or maybe both. If you're breaking down muscle mass, you're not gonna it's it's not gonna help with mus, mus- building muscle. No. Nope. And muscle is very metabolically active. So if you're breaking down muscle, it's actually gonna reduce S- your metabolism. Slowing your metabolism. So you're it's like a double whammy yep. of, you know, you might think you're going about it the right way, but it really is not serving you in any way no and you're probably gonna be super sore and
1: you're gonna have an well. increased risk of injury yeah it's just it's just disastrous and I think that you know we really need to emphasize that's what happens when we don't eat enough for our workouts yeah it's we're not tapping into these magical fat stores that now you're getting rid of you're spot reducing the fat in your body that's not a thing spot no. reduction is not a thing nope doesn't happen and like we said in turn you're you're actually if you're eating away at your muscle, you're decreasing your metabolic rate, slowing your metabolism down. You're getting further you're doing, away from your goals. Exactly. You're doing more harm than good. So, um, yeah. So this is why, you know, an intro workout carb is important because we're keeping those glycogen stores filled. So now we have that energy. We don't need to tap into muscles. We don't need to tap into fat, which you know, if like fat as a fuel source, it's just going to take longer to convert into energy, which is not gonna it's not be as ideal. Efficient. Yeah. Right. Not efficient. So keeping glycogen stores filled with intra workout carbohydrates is gonna prevent all that from happening. And that's why it's so important, especially in workouts lasting over an hour. If you're doing a yeah. double session or you're in the gym for three hours, have you're not It may sound counterproductive to be eating while you're working out, but it's not when you look at it on a performance level,
0: recovery level, and sort of looking at it like the big picture. Yeah. Um, And I guarantee if, you know, this is something you haven't implemented before, you're going to feel the difference. Exactly. And again, like, mind blown, and you're probably going to be able to run faster lift more weight, you know, whatever you're doing, you're, you're going to see, you're not only going to feel better, but your performance is going to be noticeably better as well.
1: Exactly. And that's what it kind of comes down to what we talked about in our last episode about pre-workout nutrition. If you're, if you have more fuel in your body, you can exert more energy. So you're really going to get more out of your workout than if you're running on empty and you're just, you know, like... Doing a two-hour workout, you feel great for the first hour, and then you just feel awful for the second hour. Like, what is that doing? You're not making any progress at all in the second hour if you're just like dragging. Yeah. Instead, if you can refuel, and then you can give it another hundred percent, or maybe not a hundred at hour two, but yep. you know you're still giving it like ninety. Way ahead of the game. Yeah, as opposed to giving it thirty percent when you're completely empty and dragging. So it's really, you know, it's it's about shifting that mindset to look at you know what it can do it for you and and look at it on a fuel level. Yeah. And I think
0: with kind of the this mini series that we're doing, it makes sense the order we're going in, you know, pre-workout, intra-workout, post-workout, but everything kind of compounds on the previous step in that if you're behind with your pre-workout nutrition, and then you're not implementing intra-workout nutrition, you know, when it's appropriate, you're going to be even worse off. Yep. So every step kind of builds on on each other to put you in the best possible position to, again, perform the best and eventually recover the best and reach your goals. Whatever your goals are, it, it doesn't really matter. This this applies, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because um,
1: if you don't have this in check, then you're going to move backwards regardless. Yeah. So... And your
0: workouts – again, if you're hitting the wall every time you work out, like, that sucks. That's not fun. That's not, not fun. good – that's not – And so your motivation to work out is going to be hindered if you're struggling every single time. Yeah. So I feel like in terms of building habits that are sustainable as well, um, if you're ha- enjoying your workout and, again, like, hitting PRs because you're fueling adequately and you're not hitting the wall – and again dragging ass you're going to be like Excited. oh that was awesome i can't yeah. wait to do that workout again or see what i can do next week versus if you're just like totally struggling it's like oh my god i don't want to do that yeah, again I'm like i'm done i need a, i'm never i'm like I need, I need to recover for 2 weeks yeah. before i can go to the gym again so i think again that that perspective and looking at the bigger picture is is important
1: yeah so if we're if we're getting into you know like how much? How much should I be having, and what should I be having? So, I mean, this is gonna differ for everybody. Um, but the general rule of thumb is if you're working out for over an hour, aim for thirty to sixty grams per hour. Of so carbohydrate of carbohydrate, yep. yeah. So I mean, thirty to sixty. That's a pretty like wider range. So you can kind of use your judgment on what you think you need. If it's a, if it's more intense go towards the 60. If it's not as intense, go more towards the 30. But that's a pretty good range where to aim, uh, you know, for like per hour of physical activity. So, you know, if you're lifting for two hours, then... You know, you're going to be aiming for, like, 60 to 120 grams total in that session. But if you're running a half marathon, that's when it looks completely different.
0: Yeah. Or if you're running a marathon, yeah,
1: like, that's when it's going to be completely different. So, again, it's super individual. Um, yeah. And and this is kind of where you trial and error it. You see what yeah. works well for you and what feels good for you. And maybe start small. Yeah. See what happens. See how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and
0: so I guess to put in perspective, like 30 to 60 grams of carbohydrate, maybe
1: we can kind of talk about like what that actually, like what, it, what so it looks like. If you get like the gels for like the little running gels and stuff, I know like when I was training, I used a brand called Huma. They were about 25 to 30 grams per gel. So that would be ideal to get yep. it for running because it's just so convenient. You just stock up on a few of those throughout your run. It's got your thirty right there, um, and they're small and compact. we're exactly. running is, is is perfect. Perfect, and again, low volume. That's what we want in this in this yeah. window too. We don't want these high volumous foods. We want this these concentrated, low volume, high carb, easy sources. to digest.
0: Exactly. Um, so yeah, I know the the gels or like gummies stuff like that. Um, those are a, a good option. Um, I'm looking at my Gatorade here. Actually, this is a 24-ounce Gatorade. It's the tall, the it's a sport twisty top.
1: cap. I love those caps. The
0: sport top hits different. It hits. And you we can all find
1: know. them everywhere.
0: Oh, I know. I like, Ugh. I you know, I'm like, get the Gatorade. I'm like, get the, the sport top. top. <laughs> um, I don't know. Something oh, it about hits it. Oh, it's so different. Um, So this whole bottle has uh 43 grams it's of like carbohydrates. So right in that window. Um, And again, if that's overwhelming for you, you know, maybe go towards that end the lower end yeah. of 30 and start with that if you're not used to yeah you know just, trying or just out. sip
1: on the gatorade throughout. Yeah. and just,
0: even if it's below 30 it's still yeah. better than none
1: yeah yeah and again it's just about what finding what works for you yeah um so yeah i mean like gatorade the gels the gummies um i would say those are like the pretty convenient you're not really going to want to be eating like you don't want to be like a plain bagel a lot, when you're you know? working out. Yeah. It's you just want the quick You need to get the to the things. point and be done with it. Yeah. Which is why I'm such a fan of the like sugary drinks. I think that's yeah. like just so convenient. Yeah. And like I said, aids in hydration. It's kind of like a the uh, hits a, what is that it, that saying? Um Oh uh, two, birds, two birds, one, one stone. stone. That's yeah. it. Yeah. What's your
0: favorite flavor, Gatorade? Gatorade.
1: Um, I would say it's between the blue and the red. Yep. I like the blue. I like the yellow. I know. I, I hate the yellow. So
0: I I don't like the red. Like I'll drink the red. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't Not know. Your favorite. Um, blue, yellow, and then there's, there's kind of like a greenish one. It's kind of new called, uh, Arctic Blitz. I think Ooh. really good. Is it good? It's almost like the yellow and blue mixed. Okay. I feel like that's what it is. Okay, okay. Um, and then they just call it a new flavor, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, that's, those are my go-tos. Yeah. I, uh, I, I got
1: one my... today. yeah, I know. I need to find, I can't ever find those twisty caps. Yeah. Where'd you get that?
0: Uh, this was from a gas station, uh, but it was like the low, the lowest shelf. Yeah. Like, usually they They're have gems. the. Um, they gems. Yeah. And I, I snagged it. I
1: saw it. was like the angels were singing. Oh, that's, <laughs> it, it hits different. I also have, um, like, Gatorade powder. You oh, get, that's like, nice. The big I should tub. get that. It's so convenient. Cause then Probably you just, cheaper. Yeah. It's like eight bucks for. Yeah. It makes uh six gallons or something. Oh, wow. And so, I mean, that's like a super quick. You just put it in a blender bottle on your way to the gym and go. Super easy. Um, so yeah, I think that, um, I think we pretty much touched upon everything we wanted to talk about in this episode.
0: Yeah. And I'm excited for anyone listening who, you know, if they don't utilize intra-workout nutrition for them to try it out. And if you do, please be sure to tag us. Uh, we love hearing about these types of wins, you know, where, you know, you try something out, whether it's, you know, the pre-workout nutrition, like we talked about, uh, last week or, you know, the intra workout, like we wanna know. So wanna know. our you know, DMs are open uh tag us uh if you know us personally text us like we love we don't get sick of this stuff no we we don't we, we could love could talk hear about, about it. this
1: forever and i just get so excited like when i tell my clients like try this and they're skeptical because it's like really you want me to eat a rice krispie treat and i'm like yes yes i do yep. and then they come back and they're like it was magic yep like, pr city yeah yeah it just makes us so excited because Like, what is better than than having a good workout and, like, hitting PRs and feeling good? And if you're skipping your pre-workout and intra-workout, then I can almost guarantee you are not at all at your fullest potential. No.
0: So even if you are progressing and, you know, hitting your goals or hitting PRs or whatever, that's only going to be accelerated as you focus again on, on fueling better on fueling properly both pre during and then post which we'll be talking about next, next week. week
1: yeah so yeah this series is wicked exciting we love it this is something we're super passionate about so stay tuned for next week when we get into our post workout nutrition yes. talk. and if you guys have any questions we kind of have been trying to keep these episodes um you know on the shorter 30 minute end so We kind of keep them pretty simplified, but if there's anything that you have questions on or want us to dive deeper in, we can make a whole episode on a single topic. So just let us know, and we'll be happy to further explain. Yeah. Until next week.